Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. October 31st, Martin Luther Luther had a painful, rocky start. When he was 13, he started university to study law. But fear, superstition, and a strict conscience combined to change his course, and instead of becoming a lawyer, he became a monk and later a priest. He was ordered to earn a doctorate in Bible and became a professor at Wittenberg University. When he taught on the book of Romans, he saw the truth. The righteousness of God is that through which the righteous live by a gift of God, namely by faith. He went on to question the Catholic Church's practice of selling forgiveness in the form of indulgences. On this date, in 1517, he published his 95 theses detailing the offenses of the Catholic Church, and he called for a public debate. His friends used the newly invented printing press to distribute these 95 theses. Luther made a lot of enemies. In 1519, Luther said that a simple layman armed with the scriptures was better than a pope or councils without the scriptures. There were hearings and opportunities to admit he had been wrong, but he had not, and he would not. So they excommunicated him. After that, Luther hid in the Wartburg Castle in Eisenach, and while he hid, he translated the New Testament into German. Luther also played the lute and the flute, sang, and composed some music of his own. Here is his story. When suffering meets grace, grace wins. Imagine a preacher who despised the one he preached about. The only person Luther hated more than God was himself. Ever been there? In 1515, Martin lay on the floor of his private room, too weak to rise. To atone for his inability to be good, he had taken no food for three days. Two nights before, he had practiced self-denial by sleeping outside in the winter cold and without a blanket. Now a bluish tint around his little toe added a new color to the swollen red welts across his feet. After confessing his sins yesterday, twice, the second time for three hours, he whipped himself again. This week was the same as the one before, serving others in fruitless effort to please God. Confession, self-denial, self-punishment. But Martin's sense of depravity only grew. He was willing to be honest with himself about his shortcomings. It wasn't enough to fight worldly lust. It wasn't enough to be better than the other people. It wasn't enough to join the religious elite. He had been to Rome, and was only further disillusioned by the lack of godliness he had witnessed. No, God demanded that man be as perfect as he was, and Martin couldn't be perfect. Afraid of the justice of God, Martin went to extremes in an effort to cleanse himself of sin and failure. And this anguish drove him to study scripture, and it was in those holy pages that God set him free. In 1519, Luther found comfort reading the Psalms, resonating especially with Psalm 22, verse 1. 
My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Christ himself wailed these words from the cross, and they reflected Luther's own cries as he fought cynicism about God and religion. Then Luther studied the book of Romans, and he read, The just will live by faith, Romans 1.17. As he meditated on the passage, he began to understand that the key to walking with God was not to be afraid of him or to be enslaved by religious devotion. He could never be good enough to earn God's favor, but God in his grace offered salvation as a gift. Man only needed to receive it by faith. All at once, I felt that I had been born again and entered into paradise itself through open gates, wrote Luther. I exalted this sweetest word of mine, the justice of God, with as much love as I before had hated it with hate. Joy and passion led Luther to challenge the church, the reigning power of his time, risking not only his career but also his life to help others experience the freedom grace by faith had given him. Luther's declaration that salvation comes through faith alone and his insistence that God's word was the only source of religious authority was born out of a deep personal struggle and exultant victory. God confronted Luther's self-abuse with glorious grace and unlimited favor. He gave Luther the righteousness of Jesus, Romans 4. Then God used Luther to spread that grace throughout the world, grace that continues to free us today. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? Psalm 22, 1. Cease striving for the acceptance you already have from your good Father. Thank Jesus for purchasing your freedom from self-incrimination. Today, take five minutes and praise God for setting you free from every failure and fault. You can even shout it with joy if you want to. When suffering meets grace, grace wins. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.